There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Doug, what's this going to sound like in Dallas, Texas on December 29th? This is what they'll take the field to. They should. Ryan Day's never seen anything like that. No. It'll be intimidating to the Buckeye group. Maybe Tina performs it live. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> James Carlton's in the studio here on TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. These studios are sponsored by Michelob Ultra, and James Carlton sponsors Gabe DeArmond every Monday here on TMA and every Friday on uh, Balloon Party. What's up, uh, James? Good morning, fellas. How we doing? Oh, we're wonderful. Fine. It's the holiday season, and uh, spirits are high. That's Throw great. Yeah. yeah, it's the it's the the big week before uh, what is it, the prominent winter holiday. Thank you. Yes, yes. Christmas. Doug, Doug says <laughs> not to say Christmas, so we Ugh. we respect we respect. You guys that. like it falling on a Monday? I think I think that's about uh, right. Rather than the middle of the week. I guess so many other big holidays are on Monday. Maybe it makes yeah sense. yeah I kind of like it. I uh, I enjoy having. I love the week between Christmas and New Year's now. Yep. I don't know if this was the way that it was, Doug, like when we were doing TV together 20 years ago, but I feel like so many people take that week off and everybody unplugs. Yeah, I enjoy it's that. It's definitely a slow week. Yep. I enjoy that. Absolutely. Uh, let's see if the Colonel unplugs. Probably not because he's going to <laughs> Dallas. Season. Colonel, never, Colonel never gets a chance <laughs> to unplug. Uh, good morning, Colonel. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, how are things going? Because I know you got a lot of transfer news you're monitoring. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Eli Drinkwitz just put... Uh, tweeted this morning, X'd this morning, whatever, a what certainly looks like a transfer commitment. We're starting to expect some of this to go public here in the next few days. You know, Missouri had five or six kids on campus this weekend. Their transfer commitments are happening all over the country, so we expect that to start happening at Missouri. Um, don't know exactly who. Like I said, there have been a lot of a lot of kids on campus, but um, I, I would think there will be quite a few guys between now and Christmas. Huh. Biggest names in the mix. Uh, that would be Caden Green, uh, Oklahoma. Doug, uh, offensive lineman. Be... Yeah, offensive tackle from Oklahoma, originally from Lee Summit North. Uh, Chris McClellan, defensive tackle from Oklahoma. Aeneas Peebles, a defensive tack from, tackle from Duke. Darius Smith, a, a linebacker defensive end from Georgia. Remington Strickland, offensive lineman from Texas A&M. All of those guys were, uh, were on campus at some point this weekend and are probably the biggest names in addition, obviously, to Toriano Pride and Marcus Carroll, who they've already gotten. 
Gabe, I don't know if this is a recruiting violation or not, but if we can direct all Power okay, Mizzou let's, and let's team, go ahead and just commit it. Right <laughs> yeah, if we can direct all Power Mizzou and Team A ads, Caden's uh, father does the exact same thing I do in Kansas City. Anybody that's in the insurance market, go shop over there and give them an MIZ to push us over the finish line because if that young man can man the left side of our offensive line for the next two years, Hmm. uh, Tim talked about competing with Georgia in the trenches. That's the kind of guy you need. Just to be clear, James, I don't think you encouraging it is a violation on its own. (laughs) I think doing it would likely be a violation. Is there anything even – a violation anymore. Yeah, it's a good I mean, point. if you can no, flat are, out pay the player. Clear, there are no rules. Do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, you know. That seems to be the case. I was one. I was reading Power Mizzou this morning, and I was wondering about this. And this comes from a, a guy who asks a lot of questions in your chat. Uh, and uh, what do they call it? A super, super post on super chat. Super chat. There it is. Uh, his name is uh, Deke Dotem, and he says, "Serious <laughs> portal question for Gabe." If a player enters the portal and they don't get an offer elsewhere, can they return to their original team or they risk forfeiting forfeiting their spot? I mean, they can if their coach will allow it, um, which probably kind of depends on how good a player you are, right? I, I know that there have been some instances at a lot of schools, but but I know for a fact it's happened at Missouri where – a kid has entered the portal, looked around, kind of figured out, oh, hey, these, these other things maybe aren't any better than what I had, um, and tried to come back, and it was, uh, sorry, we, we don't have room for that anymore. Uh, you made your choice right. and, and hope you enjoy it. You know, and that's the risk you take. And I know there are a lot of people that say, you know, so many of these kids are in the portal that don't end up places, blah, blah. And some of them don't end up places, and some of them end up worse places. But here's my thing with that. I don't feel bad for them. This is what you have fought for. Players want the money and the NIL and the free transfer, and they want all those things. With that comes some consequences. You are 21, 22 years old. You are free to make whatever choice you want, and you also are old enough to understand there are consequences that come with that choice. Would you say that like a, a game day or a day like today has more traffic to your website? Oh, I, it, the last week has been unbelievable. It, it's been coaching search levels. It, it's unbelievable. And, and wow. I wrote that a little bit this morning. Like, I don't care whether you're one of the people that loves this, that says it's great for the players, go get yours, all that. Or if you're one of these people that has said it's ruining college football, I hate it, I'm never going to watch, we're all watching. It, it is I, – I mean, the comp I made this morning was imagine after the NFL playoffs of this year – that Patrick Mahomes just tweets, uh, hey, I've enjoyed my times with the Chiefs, but I'm a free agent. That's what this is. Like, it, there are free agents in pro sports, but we know when they're going to be free agents because they have contracts. Everyone in college football is on a one-year contract. Like, you wake up every day and every single kid in the country could theoretically be a free agent. I mean, I don't want Missouri fans to think this is happening because I'm very confident it's not. But – like, you wake up every day for the next three weeks, and I don't know, it's not out of the question that Luther Burton put, you know, just tweets, hey, enjoy my time, guys. But, you know, and, and obviously the way the portal works is when it damages your team, it is terrible and it is ruined in college sports. And when it benefits your team, it is excellent and a thing we should have been doing for a long time. Have programs like Mizzou have to beef up their recruiting staff just to keep up with it all? 
Uh, I mean, there have been so many. Uh, it, these staffs are so big now. Yes. The college coaching staffs now have people whose full-time job is the transfer portal. Monitor it. See who went in. Immediately evaluate them. Let us know who we need to talk to. You know, it, it is a full-time job in college football. It, it's a full-time job, honestly, I think, for networks like ours. Like, monitoring the transfer portal is is something that, that takes 24 hours a day, a lot of, at least this time of year. Mm. Gabe, uh, I love your final thought from the 10 Thoughts on Monday morning today. James, have you had a chance to read it yet? Carlos I did. posted about mm-hmm. an hour ago, and I could not agree with you more. I think that this, uh, this summarizes the state of the program so so well, but it might not be where fans' heads are. Some are, I'm, sh- I'm sure, but certainly the casual fan is like, oh, Missouri plays Ohio State you know, in, in 10, 11 days. I can't wait for that, and that's great and wonderful, but you write this, and I want you to elaborate it on, on our program here. Finally, I know this year isn't over, but you can't help but look at next year. I normally put reading recommendations here. There's too much going on. I had one more thought, so here we go. 2024 is a year Missouri should push every single chip it has to the middle of the table. Why do you say that, sir? Because, first of all, it relates to something I said earlier in that article, and that is everything you used to know about building a roster and recruiting a team is different now. Nothing that happened prior to 2020 is the same. The best team in the transfer portal so far this year, and I think it may end up this way, is Ole Miss. Yeah. I, I was talking to a buddy of mine who covers Ole Miss. He said, you know, people are talking about Lane Kiffin maybe taking the Florida job next year. And he said, is Florida a better job than Ole Miss? Because what's happening in the transfer portal right now indicates it isn't right now. Now, it might have been – it certainly was five years ago, ten years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. But right now – Ole Miss is up there with anybody. So is Missouri with what is with the support and the money that is pouring into this program. And like I know people kind of hate to admit it when it's about their own team, but it's okay. We can say this out loud. That's a part of this is they have NIL money behind him. You've got a quarterback coming back. You've got a kid you're going to push for the Heisman Trophy coming back, leading a receiving group that could come in, you know, could come back entirely. You're already bringing in the number seven rusher in the country last year. You have three starters on the offensive line, and I think you're probably going to get a couple more in the portal. Both your coordinators appear to be staying. Everything you do needs to be with the idea we can make the college football playoff in 2024 and maybe host a game. Um, I made the comparison because there still is a strata in college football. You're not Georgia, Ohio State. There are a handful of schools where if you don't make a playoff, your season is wasted. Missouri is not that. But those teams are the Yankees and Dodgers. Everybody else is the rest of baseball. And when your window opens, you have to jump through it. You know, I have the comp I was going to make was the Royals in 2014 and 15 because that's what I know. But like, they mortgaged a lot to trade for Johnny Cueto and Ben Zobrist in the middle of the season because they knew this is our shot. We need to do this. We might not have another shot soon. 
and they capitalized on it. The flip side of that is, you know, I have friends who are Mets fans. They were in that same World Series, thought they were going to be there every year because they had all that young pitching, and they're not there. So 12 months from now, there is no guarantee Eli Drinkwitz has a team that is this well-positioned to play for what next year's team should. Nothing they do beyond 2024 right now matters to me because if you get in that playoff, I told somebody this that uh, over in the building last week, I said, you get in a playoff next year and maybe manage to host a game, Eli can literally stand at midfield at kickoff and tell the fans he doesn't like them, he thinks they're ugly and unintelligent, but please get out their checkbooks and write him a check. And they will do it because that's what winning does. Yeah. I, I, by the way, do not expect Drinkwitz would take that approach. Probably not. I know some people downplay the importance of the kicking game, but Mavis is a senior. He's going to be important to replace. They have somebody yeah. ready to go there? Uh, Blake Craig is a freshman from Liberty. He was one of the uh, top-rated kickers in the country last year. They really like him. I, I'm assuming he's taking over. I don't. I haven't gotten any indication that they are uh, being active in the portal this year. Yeah. He won some games for him. He was he was a oh, absolutely key guy. Oh, absolutely, no question. And a final thought on 2024: If you do get to host one of those playoff games, what that can do beyond 2024, which I think, in a way, you saw some of those seeds planted in 20 in 2007, and even though I know 2008 wasn't great, but 2008 and then 2013 and in 2014 and now 2023 if you can get one of those playoff games what you can do is you can create lifetime fans from fans who right now would be like oh yeah Missouri football but you get a chance to see that uh that is something that could really build momentum for the program beyond 2024 so I I love your thought process on it uh quick thought uh, we I know it happened about a week ago but we haven't talked since then the schedule release and the way that the schedule for 2024 plays out um I, I realize you know one of the, the the fool's gold element is number one we don't know who's going to be on these teams so you're thinking of teams through the lens of what they are in 2023 who would have thought Missouri would be a top 10 team in 2023. Um, so who knows how good Auburn will be? Who knows how good A&M will be? Uh, they got South Carolina, Mississippi State, along with uh, a trip to Tuscaloosa. What are your thoughts on on that schedule in in, in Missouri, uh, comparatively speaking, to other SEC program schedules? So we can agree that if you are in the SEC, you are going to not play an easy schedule, correct? Doug, I think you'll agree with that. I would agree with that, yeah. yeah. Okay, the only way Missouri's could get really any easier next year is if you traded Alabama for Kentucky. That's it. I I mean, A&M is in chaos with the first-year coach. Auburn is rebuilding. Arkansas, most people think Sam Pittman is on borrowed time at this point. Um, Vanderbilt is Vanderbilt. South Carolina wasn't all that good this year Uh, i mean if you're going to make a run and you handed eli Drinkwitz a piece of paper and said okay you can't just like go to the acc or the mountain west like you have to play an sec schedule tell me what you want i I don't know how it lines up much better than that guys um i I know they get oklahoma but i i don't know i think missouri could have beaten oklahoma this year they're going to be breaking in a new quarterback, you know. Um, so 
if you have to play an SEC schedule, and it goes back to what we were talking about before, I just don't know that things can line up a whole lot better for you than they are. It's a pretty favorable schedule, non-conference. Like that's uh, that's for certain. Yeah, not. I mean, you have Boston College at home. If we can quit talking about a playoff, if you get beat by Boston College at home, do we agree there? Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Uh, Gabe, a gentleman texted and said, can we ask Gabe how many years Brady Cook has left? There was some confusion on it on uh, Twitter over the weekend. I didn't see that, but I want to adhere to the audience's request. He has one year. Okay. Um, and, and, look, I understand it. Like, there have been guys this offseason that I've been told either have another year that I didn't think did or didn't have a year that I thought did. So it's very confusing. But the upshot is, Brady redshirted in 2020, which was the COVID year. That year didn't count for anybody. So, like, whether you play zero games or 12 games, that that year just didn't exist. However, if you redshirted during that year, like, yeah, you can get another year back, but you would then have to redshirt in that year. So, theoretically, he could redshirt in 24 and come back in 25, but I don't see that happening. Uh, Jackson, you want to ask Gabe about the basketball team? Yeah, I got one brief one for you here, Gabe. How come the Tigers don't play like with the same intensity that they play with at the end of games or the beginning of the Kansas game, and they always play really slow? Like, what, what's yeah, up with that? I more or less asked that question. Yes, I mean, Dennis Gates kind of brought it up in his opening statement. He said, you know, if, you could, if we could bottle those last five minutes, uh, it would, would be a different game. And so I asked the players who were there, okay, so how do you do that? And Tamar Bates said, we got to come out at the beginning of the game and pretend we're already down 20 points. He said, because we've, we play harder. We play more desperate then. I, I don't think he said harder. He said more desperate. But clearly, there was an energy level in the last five minutes there that weren't there before. They had to come back from down 20 to Minnesota. They tried to come back from down 18 against Kansas. And I, I wrote in my column yesterday, Missouri's greatest strength is that it never gives up. Its greatest weakness is that it keeps putting itself in position where it has to come back furiously, you know. Um, and it's a little bit discouraging um, that you're not seeing that intensity at the beginning. Um, I, I think the other thing is, look, when, when games get hectic like that and one team gets on a run, the other team tightens up. The refs seem to swallow their whistles a little bit. You know, and and it gets crazy, uh, but it's an issue. I mean, they they keep putting themselves in in bad positions, and you want to say, well, why can't you just play like you did the last six minutes for the whole game? I I don't really know, um, but I tend to judge this team. You know, they had 15 good minutes in Kansas and six against Seton Hall. The problem was the 60 in between. Hmm. What's the attendance been like at home games this year? They they pack in the building or no? Uh, it's been good, not not sold out. Mostly Memphis game was sold out, uh, but it's been pretty good. Um, you know, if they they get beat by Illinois, look, it'll drop. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's it's not breaking news that fans are more likely to go see a winning team. And uh, right now, Missouri is struggling a little bit, but. I think uh, we all got fooled a little bit by how well year one went and just thought year two would automatically go that way. I think year one was a near miracle. 
the future is incredibly bright with what he's doing. It's just that the path between the two is a little bit rockier than probably we realized. The old bridge here, Doug. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colonel, finally, uh, the announcement on hiring uh, an architect for the North End Zone project. What that insight can you give us on what they're going to do with the North End Zone, Doug? You love the Rock M. It's hard the- to sit on. It's hard on the caboose. It'll, it'll be there forever. Desiree Reed Francois has told me that is never going away as long as she's here. Okay. Um, it's it's like the one thing that you see at that stadium that you go, oh, I know where we're at. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so that's never going away. They're going to get a new video board or two. Um, they're going to do some things on the concourse. I don't know exactly what. I'll be honest. They sent out the, the release about choosing an architect, and I just copied and pasted and still have not read it. I don't care who the architect is. What, 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 what difference does Doug, that make Doug has a power ranking of architects, I so do. that's why we can yeah. HOK, okay. number one. Hey, thank you. Where, where, where's mm, Art Mandalay on that list? <laughs> number two. Number two. Gabe, at this point, just real quick, do you, do you feel bad for Kadarius Tony? No. <laughs> I mean, again, I, I mean, it, it's almost I feel scripted. bad that I have to watch him play football. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Why would I feel bad for him? He's not good at his job. That's not, that's just the facts. Doug, another problem for Darius yesterday yeah, in Foxborough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Chiefs uh, push against the Patriots yesterday, depending hey, on the I, I, I will still be celebrating uh, the holiday we're not allowed to apparently name on this show. At <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, Doug has a real problem with people saying the word Christmas. I don't. So that's the, uh, when are you heading to Dallas, Colonel? Um, I'm not. Oh, I'm really? Gerard to Dallas. Oh, I, I, thought, I thought you were manning going. the operation from here. How about no, that? Uh, Gerard Hamilton will, will get there the morning of the 26th. Um, I'm going to be here doing... YouTube shows with him every day, having your wonderful listeners ask me if I'm going to be in various stages of undress. Gosh, um, so sorry. Uh, I'm starting to become so, attracted yeah, no, to be, my you know, wife's father. It, there's nothing two people can do down there that one person can't, uh, you know. So uh, I am going to be here and uh, choosing not to miss five of the seven days my son will be home from school. Oh, God bless. the Cotton Bowl. Uh, it, 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 so far, I'm, I'm following your, uh, well, the guy, I guess you did a chat with him. I don't know if he's a rival's rider or not. But either way, that, that Ohio State's, you know, going to have way more people playing than than we, well, at least that I anticipated uh, initially. Marvin yeah. Harrison Jr. still hasn't said uh, that he's not playing. I mean, what are we looking at here, Colonel? Are we going to see a lot of the Buckeyes that we saw in Ann Arbor? Emeka Agbuka and Denzel Burke have said they're playing uh, a couple other uh, potential NFL draft picks. I think a uh, a linebacker and an offensive lineman has said they're playing. I, I'm still of the belief that if Harrison plays this game, like I don't really get it. But flip side, Marvin Harrison can get hurt in this game, and he's still a top five NFL pick. You know, I mean, nobody's – Jamison Williams went in the top ten after tearing his ACL in the college football playoff. Like, Harrison could get hurt, and he's still going to be the first receiver off the board because people think that highly of him. So, you know, maybe maybe he wants one more game with his guys to go out on to, to not have his last game be a third straight loss to Michigan. I don't know. I would still be a little bit surprised if he plays, but I think more Ohio State guys will play than I initially thought. Yeah. yeah. I would think it'd be a fun thing to do. Go spend a week with your teammates. Sure, it would, but I mean, you Dallas. also have to think about the millions of dollars you're putting yeah. at risk. That's yeah. That's... They don't usually get hurt. (laughs) 
I think if I were a player, I'd, I'd say, sure, I want to play. I think. I think I would. You're dedicated yeah. to your craft, though. That's yeah. what it is. Yes. That's, That's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hard-nosed. Hey, a final thing. I saw you write about this, and it certainly made its way around college football fans. Chip Kelly's thoughts on college football and what it could be slash should be. Um, Gabe, could you uh, could you explain to the audience what uh, what he said? Essentially, two 64-team conferences, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I liked what Chip Kelly said. It all made a lot of sense. Like, hey, let's divide this into four 16-team yeah. you know, groups. Have them play geographic teams like what the NFL does, right? You play the you play the teams in your division twice every year. You play, I don't know, I think it's six other teams from your conference. And then you pick one other region where you play – or one other division where you play that division every year. And so, you know, his idea was UCLA plays – you know, seven games out west, and then four games against the Midwest. Right, and they, separate they, and separate football from the non-revenue producing sports, non-revenue yeah. generated so sports. Pro- here is the problem with that: if you want to share the revenue with the football players, Title IX becomes a problem because how do you share money with? If you're sharing the football money with the football players, well, how do you share revenue for? Sports that don't make revenue, you know, and then you're getting into, well, the football players are getting all of this and the baseball players and the wrestlers and the volleyball players and all that are getting nothing. And, you know, Title IX basically has kind of made it so that football, not kind of, football supports every other program on campus. Now, men's basketball makes some money. Um, Baseball makes some money some places. That's really about it. Um, you know, no other sports really make money. Most of them lose money. Um, so the entire athletic department exists because football exists. Now, if you separate football from the rest of that department, how does the department exist and how are you in agreement with federal laws? And the answer is at this point, you really aren't as long as, as long as college sports are tied to actually going to college. I, I don't know how you do what Chip Kelly is suggesting, even though I think it is an excellent suggestion. Got it. All right. I was wondering, I figured there had to be a couple of things that could be poked into that. But yeah, as he was saying, I'm like, man, wouldn't that be wonderful if that were the way to play it out? So, Doug, even though I know you can't wait to see Cal and Stanford play in the ACC. Yeah, excited about that. Where that will actually go back to being the way. That it was. Colonel, always enjoy the conversations. Uh, and uh, Doug wants to wish you a happy, prominent winter holiday. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Gabe. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate that. Okay. Sorry, I was... Uh... I'm 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 busy these days. I was yeah, <laughs> staring at your phone. You were staring yeah. at your phone. He has to watch what high schoolers tweet out. Okay. That's what Gabe has to do. Sure. Uh, or I guess not, in this case, college students. Yeah, college students too. And coach, Wonderful. coach tweeted out yeah. ten minutes ago too. Yeah. It's very active for the Colonel. Colonel, thank you so much. We'll let you get to work. All right, guys. Have a good one. There he uh, is. Thanks, That's uh, Gabe Yarman brought to you by this gentleman. His name's James Carlton. He's sitting right here on my left, right over here. I saw him sitting over there. It's wild. This portal season is nuts, and I think so far. You Missouri- know who's getting hammered? Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> Georgia, for sure. And Ole Miss, as Gabe said, is the one that's killing it. Oh but I don't know gosh. what the hell is going on with Georgia. Yeah. I mean, I, two the, weeks the ago, linebacker. Georgia's like the top of the college football world, and now they're playing in you know, Florida State. Their running back opted out. That 
whole Orange Bowl, looking forward to that nonsense debate when whatever happens, it turns into dumb crappery over the holidays. Florida State, see, they should have been. Florida State, see, they didn't belong in, even though neither team will right. have their rosters. Yeah. But Georgia now not in the playoff and uh, and then losing a bunch of players. Holy crap. Yeah, bowl season, like you said, for years. You never know who's motivated. I think both favorites that I saw on Saturday lost by about 25 points. Nice. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you have no idea. I can't idea. figure, unless I get, like, some kind of tip-off on yeah. something, I have no idea. The Wizard would send you crazy analysis like oh these teams when they travel to the bahamas you know they do well because they drink guava juice or something i mean i mean he would send you like the craziest stuff on that uh so you are heading to dallas colonel is conceivably yes Yes. Conceivably. Well, there's something up in the air right now. Oh, that, you what's know, this James could, Carlton could, up could to? It's, it's not a positive up in the air, oh, okay. uh, but something up in the air that could prevent me from going. But uh, other than that, the plan is to leave Friday morning, return Saturday morning, the life of going to the Cotton Bowl when you have two young children. Yeah. Yeah. Are, yep. the, are the tykes going? No, no. Flights were nuts. Nuts. You planning on doing some big partying? I mean, look at this. Look well, at the flight returns, I think, departs at uh, 7.30 in the morning. Ooh, so. pony. Oh, Although, you, you know, night, 2000, 2007, I went to the Cotton Bowl for that year, and that was an 11 a.m. kickoff. I powered through it, didn't even go to sleep. Went straight oh, through. Yeah, the old I was white a young, horse, huh? <laughs> no, not the white horse. <laughs> young whippersnapper back then. But that was against no. Arkansas, right? That was. Tony Temple them. Show. They crushed them. I yeah. was there. I had to go alone and and missed my exit, missed a turn, and wound up driving all the way around the entire Dallas Metroplex to figure out where I was. Oh, goodness. Didn't really have Google Maps, or I couldn't figure out Google right. Maps, maybe what it was. I, I drove for hours trying to find the hotel after the game. I'm glad, hours I'm glad it's at Jerry World rather than that, you know, original cop. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I've never been to that venue, so I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, cool, cool. I bet. Missouri and Ohio State Friday night. And then the uh, the playoff dug on New Year's Day, Rose which is Bowl. awesome. Roll Todd against Jim Harbaugh, and then your nightcap Texas and Washington. James, always appreciate it, sir. Thank you so Merry much. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, All Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Right, See you guys. There he is. That's James Carlton, Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. In ten minutes, we'll have the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. The morning after at InsideSTL.com, giving away ten Cardinal tickets for the bobblehead pack. You can get your Cardinal package at Cardinals.com/slash. Holiday, that is the prize for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today at 10 o'clock. Jackson and I go down the hallway. And what do we have coming up on uh, Balloon Party, Jackson? Uh, today we'll have the winter weekend wrap up, the wild weekend or wild winter weekend wrap up. Ooh, and alliteration. Then, yeah. And then Jeremy the Rutherford will join us at 1045. I'm looking forward to talking it over with JR. He's, uh, uh, he's feeling reflective, I suppose. Forlorn? I don't know if he's forlorn he's not or not. Crestfallen, I don't know. He? I don't think he's crestfallen. No. I don't know. I'm looking forward not. to talking it over with him, though. Uh, that is coming your way at 10:45, 9:45. Design, air, heating, and cooling. Email of the day. Uh, and if you are looking for a Christmas gift, go to mysoundstory.com and enter in promo code TMA and get yourself a Sound Story gift card. Get it for your mom or for your dad, or for your grandmother, or for your grandfather, you enter the promo code TMA. Oh, it's 9.36 right now. Look, the Christmas shopping is done, and it's 9.40. And we just gave everybody a gift that they will love, not just this year, but for years to come. Sound Story. MySoundStory.com. Doug can do the interview. I can do the interview. Jackson can do the interview. Uh, we do them in Spanish now. Mm -hmm. We're doing one in Spanish Chinese today. Chinese we're doing. Haven't gotten to that point oh. yet. 
Okay. Uh, but you will be doing yours in English today, I believe. That's the plan now, but whatever language they speak, whatever yeah, they're comfortable it. with, Absolutely. we'll do it. Doug has one coming up at uh, 10. I have one at 11.30. Jackson has one at 1. And then we have one in Espanol via Zoom. Get yours, mysoundstory.com. You can do it over Zoom. You can come into the studios. You can uh, you can have people come to your home. Mysoundstory.com gift card is the promo code TMA. Glenn Betts Jewelers is in business in St. Louis now since 1941 operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family, and that's Craig and David Betts. You are looking for a Christmas gift in the jewelry department. Glenn Betts is the place to go. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally. You're not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family as well. They get to know your likes, your lifestyle, and who and what you love the three L's. Online at glennbetsjewelers.com. G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z. Jewelers.com. Located one mile east of 270 on Manchester. In De Pair. Work with Glenn Betts Jewelers. Doug, it'd be so nice if they came up with a jingle. They've Do you have one. any ideas? Ah. Good, better, best. Never let it rest. Till your good is better and your better is Betts. Nice. Glenn Betts. Boy, that really works. Mm. It's glennbettsjewelers.com. Wonderful holiday gift. And the fine gentlemen at Longo Biggs having a Toys for Tots drive at their office through this week. Toys for Tots is an annual toy drive put on by the Marine Corps to help give deserving children the magical experience of Christmas that they otherwise would not get. Toys can either be dropped off or shipped to their office at 3828 South Lindbergh Boulevard, Suite 116, St. Louis, Missouri, 63127. Had a, an attorney by the name of Jerry Tanner. Used to advertise on the show years ago. He sent me this email. Tim, I want to recognize C.D. Longo for outstanding legal work. I referred a personal injury case to C.D. and he handled it promptly and obtained a great result. These guys definitely know what they are doing. Please feel free to read my email on the air. Loyal listener, attorney Jerry Tanner. If you are injured in a car accident and you need an attorney, you need the best one you can find. If any of my family or friends are ever injured in an accident, I want them to call Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo at Longo Biggs Injury Law. They are local, friendly, professional TMA listeners. Since they're local, they make sure to get the job done because their reputations are impeccable and they want to make sure they continue that throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area. It's Longo Biggs online at L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S dot com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on an advertisement. In about six minutes, we'll have the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Ken Strode has returned to the studio. What do you got going on, Iggy? I see you're active. Uh, no, just <clears throat> getting DMs. <laughs> Who's DMing you now? Uh, all kinds of people. They want autographed photos, probably. No, I did enough of those Thursday. Nice. Did plenty yeah. of those? Yeah, a couple cameos to knock out today. Do you? Is that uh, Christmas cameos? Yeah, Christmas cameos. Nothing says Christmas like the Christmas cuck. I agree with that. And so you spend a minute or so cucking people? Uh, <laughs> a little longer than that. Yeah, I don't have a time limit. You know, most of these big celebrities give you 30 seconds. Is that really? Is that the deal? Usually they're 30 seconds? Yeah. Hi, Gene. Oh, nice playing words. I'm Billy Bob Thornton. Steve wanted me to wish you a happy Christmas, so Merry Christmas to you, and I uh, hope you have a great one. That's it, 30 seconds. Really? Something like six or seven minutes sometimes. Oh, gosh. Because you don't have anything else going on. No. I set up the camera and start cucking away. 
Nice. Are they appreciative of this? Uh, I think I'm at 100 five-star reviews. Wow. Really? That means you've done 100? So you've made $2,500. Rocky has. Well, two years. <laughs> Rocky gets all of it or just most of it? Yeah, he takes all of it. I just, well, I just do it for the fun. Yeah, nobody's left. One, guy's, one guy actually DM'd me and said, Iggy, great. Great cameo. Thank you. We loved it. And I said, mm -hmm. why'd you leave me a two-star review? What was the answer? Did I? I don't remember that. I said, well, I saw where you left a two-star review. You're the only one I've gotten that wasn't a five-star. Mm. Mm. So I'll go back and change it. And he never did. No. So I got one two-star review sitting up there. <laughs> that bugs you. That does. Guys, this is why Tim's a pro, making sure we get to Iggy's cameo live read before we go to email of the day. That's from KG and O'Dell. <laughs> well, I didn't say where you can find me or get one. I just... What's it cost again? I got a couple. I'm cheap. It's only 25 bucks. Okay. For a, for a severe cucking. <laughs> yeah. I've only done like two just normal ones. And people play that as they sit around the Christmas tree? Around the heart. Christmas morning? Yeah. Doug, do you play it around the Yule log? Yeah, yes. before we open our presents, we got one for Miggy. Hey, loser. <laughs> <laughs> Playing it on the sound bar downstairs. <laughs> Sorry for the small ween. Oh. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's what you tell people? I... Some people give me instructions what to say. I'd like to hear a sample someday that you've done and sent out. No, I couldn't do it on the air. No, not that I don't mean live. I mean stuff that you've already done. I can. Wait, you're cursing and things? I can play one during a break if you want. Are yeah, you cursing? I mean, I have them. They're not mine to, to post, which I would never do. I mean, I'll let you hear it, but, um, but when I record them, they're saved, so I can go back and look at them. Guys, it says he guy says hundreds of reviews, but he has fifty two. That's from the Veiled Prophet who went to look up how many reviews you have. That's pretty many. Reviews. I thought he had more than that. Nice. Halfway there. Hey guys, just wanted to send in some love to Plowsy. Listened over the weekend and the new Skelly is straight fire bee. That's from Big oh, Tuft. Yeah. How about that, Plowhawk? Nice. Appreciate it. More to come. Uh tell Iggy there are only five star reviews, so he's in the clear. That's from the three one four. No, they're all five-star. There you go. The two-star went away. Oh, maybe he changed it. God bless. And Young just popping back in. Is it Plugola time? Just in time for the holidays, it's Cameo. That's a Cameo with a K for Ken. Now, tell the people where to go. Pot roast. That's from Brian Hench oh. and Doug. Colts with a win over the Steelers. Mm -hmm. Mike Tomlin might finish uh, with a non-winning record for the first time in his tenure. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Tough right. loss for them. And Belichick is, what, 3-12 and 12 or something? Yeah, he's, well, he's going to the Chargers, I Red. You couldn't uh, ever. Can, find can we him report that on TMA? Yeah, I just said I, I read it where he said it looks like he's going to the Chargers, and Howie Long said he's not a good fit for the Raiders. I love the new skeleton for the record. That's from Snagglepuss. Look at that. This new you skeleton. Get a lot of props, Blasey. A lot of them. Yeah, the I appreciate it. I saw a couple on the fan page and tweets, so it's it's very uh, a great feeling knowing that. The Doug, it's a friendly audience. Yeah. Yeah. Something nice on the fan page. What happened there? Oh, just saying they like the skeleton. I'm sure there's a lot of BS after that, but... And how is it different? It's just different shows now than what it used to be. We right? don't play any replay shows. Yep. Weekends, weekdays, none of it. It's the only time you hear the show outside of obviously getting on our fantastic app, nice. podcasting okay. the show, some of the great episodes you may want to hear also on there. So. Thanks Plenty for of ways to get, uh, get to us, Doug. Thanks. Uh, I think we already said it, but thanks to all the toys that were dropped off Thursday as well. Yeah, I think there were there Annie's a lot. Hope. Yeah, I think there were like four bins full. Yeah. It's great to have Jennings' longtime girlfriend, Amy, in attendance. She wanted to be there to uh, mm -hmm. give Carrie the J. Randolph Jr. Good Guy Award. 
And she works for Annie's Hope. Oh, she does. And we were talking about Annie's Hope. I mean, that is a one hell of an organization. Um, and so it's, uh, of course, near and dear to her heart because of Jay, but also because that's the charity that they worked with when it was all said and done. So uh, thank you to our audience. Iggy, you're exactly right. Had a bunch of toys there. People are just dropping them off even if they couldn't stay. Tip yeah. of the cap. Yeah. I mean, Hubbard listeners are so great. I know that... Um the um, Courtney show, I think they raised fifty something thousand dollars on the radiothon. I saw that for the radiothon. Um, the morning show did something for um, to help dogs. Yeah, people dropped off toy uh, dog toys and cat toys, and they had a lot. I don't, I forgot the charity, but I know Riz um, Riz's show was out of glory hole wrestling last night <laughs> glory hole wrestling glory pro glory, glory hole is an awesome pro. name glory pro glory wrestling hole can't imagine wrestling. what goes on in glory hole wrestling <laughs> um, we got ourselves a problem on our hands we weren't there yeah that would been a great event uh, I forgot what the uh, I forgot like the two things you love the most professional oh. wrestling and glory holes oh. and both of them are fake um I forgot what the charity is, but they raised a ton of money last night for that as well. I was asked to go to that, and I didn't think I was I would fit. Had um, a pro wrestling crowd. Yeah, well, a guy emailed Glory me. Hall? Glory Pro. I said Glory Hall. Um, you... Guy emailed me and said, <laughs> like "Did I want to participate either in the ring or is it <laughs> in the ring?" Yeah, he said, "You want to." You had to take a thirty-dollar class because I, yeah. I also looked into that. As well. Yeah, because I uh, as a wrestler. He said, "If you never just want to come out and sign autographs, I go look. I these are going to be all." The point people. Um, wow. I said, if I can promote it any way I can, let me know. I said, but I think, and I think I gave emails. I said, if you want to reach out to Plaza or Jackson. Uh, Jackson? Jackson. <laughs> you said Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. Uh, Jackson or Plaza, they're probably more fit if they want to do any ring stuff or get involved. But um, so the whole Riz team was out there last night. They raised a lot of money for their charity. So you weren't up for grappling at all? No. I could see you pull a foreign object out of your trunks. Yeah, I mean, I could stand on the ring and maybe poke a guy in the eye. You'd make a great manager. Yeah, I really didn't know what he wanted me to do. So I just said, yeah, I'll, I'll promote any way I can, but Jackson or... Yeah, it's Jackson. Flowsy would probably be better to go out there. When did we start calling him Jackson? <laughs> I'll try that on Balloon Party here in 15 minutes. See how it goes. Hmm. Jackson, you like that name? Jackson. Uh, no, not okay. particularly. I don't think I said Jackson, but... You did. There's an old Stooges uh, one. We had that clip we had played all the time where ah, they're on a train or something, and I think the Stooges were on it, and this guy was trying to sleep, and every time he... Stooges would make noise, and he'd lift his head, and he hit the bar, and he'd always yell out, Jackson! I guess that was his butler. Oh. Sweet. <laughs> I haven't seen that much of the Stooges. Oh. I like the one where the plumber messed everything up. And everything they turned on caused water to flow. They turned on a light switch and water would come flying out of the ceiling. And some guy walks by and says, hey, where can I get a drink of water? And they said, turn on anything. You'll get it. <laughs> he was flabbergasted. There is a, a video that has been produced from the year-end awards, and it is glorious. Jackson, have you watched this? Oh, I've watched it. I'm, uh, as we're doing the program, watching it just to... Uh... Where is it? Uh, it'll be up, I would imagine, momentarily. Uh, Jesse just sent it over to me and Jackson, and uh, 
Doug, it's magical because you get to see all the award winners, which means you get to see mm. two people. Right. <laughs> two people. Pick a photo well, with their award. Were they protesting something? Kind of like how Marlon Brando used to protest <laughs> oh, yeah, Academy right. Awards? That could have been. I told Jesse because those, those things aren't cheap, those awards. The Banty Rooster. Yeah. That's right. You think they're plastic, but they're, they, have, they have to be laser engraved with everything on there. And I told Jesse, nobody picked these up anyway. So next year, just use the same ones. Just take a magic marker, scratch out the three, and just put a four there. Sure. And reuse those. I guess Good idea. Could, yeah. Put a little metal. Cost cutting. Yeah. yeah. A little metal. Why spend money? I don't know why he's going to pick them up. Just mm-hmm. use a magic marker, turn the three into a four, and there's your award. Right. This video's outstanding. Magic marker. That would be kind of fitting, actually. Let's <laughs> take a Sharpie. Uh, it's time for the design, but we got a lot of text. Is there anything that I need to read here, Jackson? Have I done all my job, Plowhawk? Have I done my you good, my awesome. work here? Yep. You're all great. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we've had enough text today. Let's see. Tim, what's happened with our Ken? Might be time to hit the reset button to get him right. That's from Scott's Wrinkled Ballsack, but not his wife. Not his wife. Why, because I said Jackson? Yeah, no. I was just doing a little English. Old English. Old English. <laughs> Jackson. Bye. Yeah. You also said glory hole wrestling. Well, it was fitting. Okay. All right. Time for the... Okay, we got to get you right. And Young, big win for the Colts on Saturday, Mr. Tim. That coupled with last night's Jaguars loss has them in a three-way tie for first in the AFC division. Big game next weekend. Don't know the opponent, but the game's in Atlanta. Thanks. Yeah, well, you won't Could be, be anybody. You weren't even at the home game. <laughs> it's from number one Asian intern Brian Enchin, a.k.a. ASMR Dan. Come see us at, quote, glory hole wrestling, unquote. We won't spit in your mouth hole, but we will whisper in your ear. Whispers, we invited Ken to participate in our charity wrestling event and asked if he wanted to sign, but he gave us some long-winded response before volunteering Daryl the Plowboy Atkins and someone named Johnson. <laughs> Weird. Snip, snip, clip, clip, squish, squish, swoosh, bitches. Mm. What a wonderful email. Yeah, Very timely, too. Brian Henshin. Yeah, while the Colts were playing, you were interviewing a high school basketball player. I saw the interview. May I please have the bobblehead pack? Thank you for your consideration. Love TMA Walrus number one. P.S. I love the new skeleton. Thanks for the hard work, Plowsy. How about that? Look at all the compliments, Plowhog. TMA Walrus number one. I have listened to you guys since 2011, but Thursday was my first TMA live. I was expecting to meet a bunch of sexual deviants with big bellies and small bank accounts, and the poverty-riddled walrus people exceeded my expectations. However, everyone I met was very pleasant. The night was so positive and carefree, aside from the brief moment when Swope grabbed the mic to MF Jordan Cairo. The hosts, nominees, and Hubbard staff were all first class, too. Sure, Cletus tried to finger me in public, but that pain quickly subsided because people were so friendly. Three out of ten nominees even showed up to claim their award, and the <laughs> microphones were almost loud enough for people to hear what Tim was saying. <laughs> I especially loved when Iggy showed up with a briefcase like a little busman, ready to wheel and deal near the dartboard boards. Kevin Miller and Cucky even welcomed me with open arms and gaping dirt knots. Oh. Later on, I saw two guys who looked like Jared Fogle robin feeding each other nostrils. I'm not talking about skinny Gerald Fogle either. These guys looked like Jared before he discovered Subway. I'm all for supporting the sponsors by sticking dog treats in another guy's mouth. But why did they have matching Grint logos tattooed on their fupas? 
The highlight of the evening was the two topless men in the restroom using a pottery wheel and some leftover mud from the Lime totem pole to oh. recreate the clay spinning scene from the movie Ghost. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think the guy in the sports bra was playing the role of Demi Moore as the dirty scat squished between their interlocked fingertips. Yeah. Overall, it was a great night, and I can't wait to do it again. That's from the JV Golf Coach. Oh. JV Golf Coach. Thank you for the treats. Good morning. My name is Terrence Nighthole. And I am the communications director for Glory Hole Wrestling. I wanted to let your listeners know that our next house show will be at the dimly lit gas station in Illinois about an hour north on I-55. Tickets are $69 at the door or simply bring a lightly used butt plug that one of our 300-pound entertainers can enjoy during the holidays. Your support means the world. Long live the hole. It's from Danny Tanner. Mm. Danny Tanner. In honor of today's prize, I would like to suggest some bobbleheads for Bowtie and DeWallet to pawn off to the best fans in baseball. The retrieval of the helmet bobblehead. An overweight fan leaning over the sink, washing out the remnants of his 3,000-calorie feast so he can take home a souvenir. The Jordan Walker swing reminder bobblehead. A freeze frame of Jordan's swing path in an uppercut motion to remind him of the proper path he needs to take. The Puppet Master bobblehead, live action with bow tie holding the strings as the Puppet Master with Marmol and Gersh as his puppets. That isn't a bad idea for a bobblehead. <laughs> Christmas in July bobblehead, a little too hot for you high BMI fans at the game today. We will cool you off with a dream of white Christmas as DeWallet plays the part of Ebenezer Scrooge in the festive bobblehead. In the We Love the 80s Mystery Bobblehead series. Mystery Bobblehead where you will receive a keepsake bobblehead of one of our starting pitchers born in the 1980s because we can't afford any higher priced pitchers even though we charge way too much rent for apartments we rent in the middle of a war zone. <laughs> Tired of it! Oh. That's from Chairman Steve at One Cardinal Way. Two-time year-end award recipient. Zero-time year-end award show attendee. <laughs> Chairman Steve. Morning, great show, didn't listen. With 2023 winding down and 2024 gearing up, we wanted to reach out about our agency's celebrities looking to be interviewed by a hyper-localized, basement-produced, low-wattage radio show. Or podcast? Anyways, Mark McGrath, pool cleaner, has some zany stories he think will play well to the 18- to 27-year-old fat male demographic you guys target. We target fat males. Yeah, they eat the most. Bruce Valanche's former massage therapist has a couple quips he overheard during his days that Hollywood has been keeping under closer wraps than those wild hedo tales that Ken talked up for so many years and then refused to tell on all of his passion projects that eventually fail, like Pepper and Genie, Biff and the guy who hates him but likes his money. <laughs> And cooking with Ken, provided he can find enough space in his litter box to, to necessitate a tripod. And don't forget about the MC Search's favorite clerk at the Sunglass Hut in Midmirror's Mall, who cleans all of his Oakleys for him. His name is Jonah, and Jonah says he's got a couple stories that would make even the mildest Search fans wanting more. Anyways, have Iggy ba get back to us ASAP. That's from The Gunter, Vishnu, and Browning Tree Agency. The Vishnu, Gunter, and Browning Tree Agency. They're new. 
Sadie Hawkins, Doug. Jordan Cairo won the fans over Saturday night with a goal and two assists after getting booed on Thursday. Mizzou Hoops lost to P.J. Carlissimo at Seton Hall. The Billikens won on a Terrence Hargrove buzzer beater. The Bears lost to the Browns, which I'm sure has that guy who emailed Tim last week. Crestfallen. Gabe says Mizzou football finna be good with all these new recruits, but he can't keep a straight face while reading. I'm starting to become attracted to my wife's father. One of Katie Cuck's friends spit in a KG in O-Town's mouth at the TMA Awards. Katie let Klaibs know that she orally serviced Iggy. Doug is all bent out of shape over his dream he had with Bob Ramsey and Dave Zobris. Mm-hmm. But I think the lead is Iggy's dream about Learn and Dave Grohl that he felt the need to post on Learn's Facebook page on Saturday night. Oh, you did. I know a lot about award shows where only a fraction of the winners bother showing up to accept their awards, and it's great. How's the TMA end of the year awards? We're going to bring that back? How about that whole? How about that whole? How about that whole deal? I'll never forget where I was when Emo6 accepted Timmy the Tickler's award for caller of the year or the pregnant pause after Arbor Day and Sex won their awards for texter and newcomers. Tim invited them on down only for Doug to break the news. He's not here, Tim. But it all culminated with the listener of the year being awarded to a guy who wasn't present because he didn't realize he was nominated for his fine work calling into the show to discuss his late-night masturbatory habits. Still a great night. Oh. That's some Buck Soap. And, Doug, that's what we have for the Design Buck Air Swope. Heating and Cooling email of the day. Well, I liked JV Golf Coach until he used the phrase dirty scat. <laughs> So I'm, gonna, kind. so I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Chairman Steve with his bobblehead plans. Chairman Steve got my vote. All right, I'm gonna preface this by saying I would like one of each of the bobbleheads. And in return, I'm voting for Stephen Wellwood. Oh, it's a negotiation, it sounds okay. like. Congratulations, Chairman Steve. You have won, and you are going to the Cardinal five-pack of bobblehead five games. Congratulations to Chairman Steve. Just a quick little walk across the yeah. the, the street there from nice this building. Him. Nice yeah. win for him. Uh, Jackson and I have a nice win because we have Balloon Party coming up in two minutes. Switch your YouTube over to 101 ESPN. Jeremy Rutherford is going to be with us at 1045, and we have the Wild Weekend Wrap-Up. That's right. Nice. That's coming up, Doug. So that's coming up. Now, now. how is that different than any other Monday? When you say Wild Weekend Wrap up. I don't know what you mean. Is it is it just like every other Monday, or just get finally put a nice catchy name to it? Um, this one's gonna be especially wild. Ooh, oh, okay. ooh. cats and dogs, cats and dogs. Well, time for us to shut it down. Uh, it's sound story season here, Doug. You have one like starting in two minutes, I think. Well, yeah. 10 15. 10 15. 10 15. Yeah, right. Uh, time for us to shut it down for the Plowhawk, for Action Jacks, for Kenneth E. Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Selvin Vaughn. I'm Timothy Michael McKernan. This has been TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen from the Michelob Ultra Studios.